Welcome to Embers and Wind. Are you feeling a calling to serve? What if answering this calling unleashes from deep within you leadership potential? I'm your podcast host, Keith Weedman. Blended three decades experience with knowledge from multiple disciplines to unleash hidden potential in others. In this weekly podcast, my distinguished guests and I will share what fuels us and how we serve. You will feel a gentle wind on the embers of service that glow within you. You will receive kindling for your capabilities and knowledge to build skills. You can utilize this gentle wind to ignite the kindling. You will be guided to do this for people you lead and serve. You can apply what you learn with people you love. Get ready to feel the gentle wind. Sarah Dawkins is a holistic health coach and keynote speaker, the author of Heal Yourself. She was a registered nurse for 20 years. She has extensive experience in health and wellness, gained through her years in nursing and her insatiable drive to improve her overall health. Through nutrition and natural means, Sarah understands what it's like to be sick. She healed herself from a multitude of health problems with the knowledge gained through her own experience, healing journey, and experience as a nurse. She takes a holistic approach to her work. Sarah supports clients to find and heal the root cause of their health problems, thereby improving their health and ultimately their lives. Please join me in welcoming Sarah Dawkins to Embers and Wind. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you, Keith. It's lovely to be here. Tell us about your personal journey to heal yourself. Okay, so it started um, a number of years ago when I ended up um, in a deep, dark depression that became suicidal. And the doctor wanted to put me on uh, antidepressants. Mm -hmm. And I'd been on antidepressants when my son was born uh, and I had a postnatal depression and I didn't like what they did to me. So I said, no, thank you. I'm going to heal this myself. I don't know how I'm going to heal it, but I know I'm going to do something. Um, So I set off on my own journey, but absolutely having no idea at all on what I was going to do. Um, And we had dogs, so I would go out every day and walk the dogs twice a day. So I had to go outside and I kept my head down and stayed inside me. Um, And slowly, slowly with the exercise and walking the dogs and breathing the fresh air, I actually started coming out of myself um, Mm -hmm. and and noticing the world around me. Um, And I realized now looking back that I'd become mindful, Um, but I had no idea what it was called all those years ago. So I started practicing mindfulness when I was out with the dogs, um, which led to uh, gratitude because, you know, I was thankful that I was alive and that I was able to see all this beauty around me. Um, And as I started to feel a little bit better, the world, my world, didn't seem so dark and vacuous. Mm -hmm. So I started looking at um, trying to calm this negative Nelly that was on my shoulder, telling me that I'm worthless and no good. So I started doing some uh, meditations from videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. 
at first these were just to try and be happy to try and build a life back for myself to try and integrate back into um, reality as it really was not my reality and then I started looking at well you know can I can I really heal fully heal this Mm -hmm. depression and, and move forwards Mm-hmm. Um, so just, I just kept doing uh, more mindfulness, more gratitude um, and working through the meditations, because obviously when you when you listen to a meditation and making the pictures, you can't also listen to that negative voice that's, that's shouting in your ear off your shoulder, telling you worthless because you, you've got other things going on. So that's how I started my own healing journey. Um, and I healed a, a multitude of things, not just the depression. As I started to heal, I started to heal my underactive thyroid, um, my burned out adrenal glands. Um, I had psoriasis, I had eczema, I had acid reflux. Mm-hmm. I, I ended up with um, two um, frozen shoulders, one after another in, over a period of really? two years. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so I healed those as well with chiropractic and acupuncture. Um, and then back pain, headaches, knee pain, hip pain. But by then I'd realized that actually it was it was about me moving forwards in my own life um, that I'd manifested the pain. So once I'd started my healing uh-huh. journey, it just rolled on and on and on. Now you also healed from emotional trauma. Yes, yes. When I was younger, I was sexually abused. Um, and I wonder if that played into the candida infection that I had for a number of years. Mm-hmm. And I did, I, although I started my healing journey with gratitude and mindfulness, and then I, I started looking at my diet and my lifestyle, I was doing the purely physical things. But it wasn't until I started training to be a coach that I realized actually I need to start looking at the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual side of healing. And it was through that that I healed the trauma from my childhood being molested um and 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 changed literally changed the way i looked at the world uh-huh when and why did you end your career as a registered nurse after 20 years of service that's a long time it was it is yes i actually deregistered as a nurse last year but i've been looking into doing it for the previous two maybe three years because i didn't resonate with it any longer Nursing's about helping people in the hospital through surgery or through treatments. And, and I wanted to get deeper than that, like with the depression I suffered. I don't just want to be looking at pharmaceuticals to ameliorate symptoms. I wanted to understand why people manifested the symptoms mm-hmm. um, and look at what can we do to prevent the symptoms or what can we do to, to go to the root cause of the symptoms and then start healing that and as a nurse, we just didn't do that. So that's why I transitioned from a nurse to a holistic health coach. So I could start working with people without pharmaceuticals, looking at their beliefs and mindsets um, and lifestyle. Yeah. Can you tell us anything more about your journey becoming a nurse? And then tell us about your journey after you stopped working as a registered nurse. So I became a registered nurse in 2001 when I qualified mm-hmm. um, and I was, I was totally bought into it. This is, I was brought up, my mother was a nurse. So I was mm-hmm. bought into the system. When you're sick, you go to the doctor, you get a prescription, but it was 2005 that somebody just put a little notion in my, in my ear 
to think outside the box that, that might be something outside of pharmaceuticals and doctors and hospitals. So I started researching way back then. Um, and that's how I came to realize that I might be able to work on myself, um, but I wasn't sure how to do it. So I spent a long, long time doing research. Um, and once I'd started healing myself, that's when I started thinking, actually, I could, I could help others. Um, and being a nurse isn't going to uh, help me to help others. I need to end my nursing career and start working as a holistic health coach so that I can, with the knowledge I've gained from, from my nursing about the human anatomy, Mm -hmm. but also my own self-healing, I could help others knowing what I knew about my own healing and the research that I'd done to get to where I was. What more can you share about what you learned and where you learned it, the natural means to heal yourself? I know you did your own research, but where did you look? Um, through books, I read books, and through the internet, I did a lot of reading. Mm -hmm. um, and, and when I started writing my book, I reached out to other people to find out who had healed what, what mm -hmm. was possible and how they'd healed it. So it was, it was literally a lot of researching, a lot of talking to people, a lot of reading mm -hmm. um, to, to get in the information. And it, I just couldn't get enough of it. I needed more and more and more information. How does that work? Why did that work? How has that happened? How did your background as a registered nurse help you heal yourself? I, it gave me an understanding of how our body physically functions uh -huh. um, and, and an understanding of disease processes. But it was the holistic health coaching that gave me an understanding of the mind-body link because it's, it's inextricably linked. So if we can work with the mind, we can heal the body. Tell us about your book, Kill Yourself. So I started writing my book. A few years into the depression, as I was coming out of it and I'd started healing, but I wasn't fully out of the other side. Mm -hmm. I sat down and wrote about how it had happened, how I'd become depressed, the suicidal thoughts. Mm -hmm. um, and then I started walking the dogs and the practicing mindfulness and gratitude and the meditations. Um, and then I set up my own business and became a, a, an award-winning entrepreneur. But I wasn't sure how to move it forward. So I just shut it down on my computer and literally walked away for about five years whilst I continued being a, a successful entrepreneur. But I woke up one day, I'm like, Do you know, this book's got to be written. And I can't help lots of people if it's only about my healing of, of the complaints I've had. Mm -hmm. I need to get more people involved. So I started the reaching out to people on the internet, through social media, through different platforms, mm -hmm. and said, you know, has anybody healed themselves? What have you healed? How have you healed it? Would you like to come on board? I'm writing this book to help other people to know that they can heal themselves, but also to give them the, the ways to heal themselves, the way that we've healed ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, from the conditions we've been diagnosed with so that they could then try the same thing. If it's worked for us, why could it not work for them? And um, so people started coming forwards um, and I, I gave them a, you know, a chapter each mm -hmm. in my book. So each person's got their own chapter mm -hmm. and they've written about what they were diagnosed with, what their symptoms were, how it impacted their life mm -hmm. and what they did on their healing journey and how they healed. 
the majority of people had totally healed by the time they they wrote their chapter for my book and there was just a handful of people that were still on their healing journey but had almost healed or had healed a lot of their health problems mm-hmm. um, before they were diagnosed with other health problems. So I collated all this information, brought it all together. I did a little bit of tweaking just for flow and grammar and colloquialisms and sent it back to people and say, I love what you've written, but I've just made this change. Is that okay? Obviously I wanted them to be happy because it's their chapter. So, you know, some of them were back and two because it was about getting the information over, but it's obviously not my information. It's their information. So I wanted them to be happy. Um, until we came to a point where they were happy with with the chapter, how it was written. Mm-hmm. I was happy that they'd explained what they'd done and how they'd done it so that the reader could then understand what to do mm-hmm. um, rather than just a, a sale. I didn't want a sales pitch. I wanted, the, I wanted them to re- literally write what they'd done to heal so that people could read the book and know sure. what to do for themselves um, and just collated it all together. And I was I was umming and ahhing about when to publish it. And Hay House ran a competition. So I joined, entered my book into the competition to win a free publishing deal with them. Unfortunately, I didn't win. But for me, I took that as a message to me that my book needed to be out sooner rather than later because Hay House had said the winners will take about a year to 18 months to publish. Mm-hmm. So I thought, actually, this is a message from the universe that I need to get this book out so that I can start helping people now rather than wait a year to 18 months to, to Hay House to publish it. Please share a story written by everyday people in your book that will stimulate people thinking about what's possible in healing. Okay, now I was I was having a quick read through before our, our talk tonight um, because there's so many people done so much wonderful right. healing um, and I want to share different people on, on every exposure sure. I get through podcasts. So today I've picked Kayleen Hay and she healed vaginal cancer stage three. It was the doctor diagnosed it and wanted to do surgery and she said, no, I don't want surgery. I will heal this myself. Mm-hmm. And she went away and she changed the food that she ate and she changed her lifestyles and she changed her thought processes and went back to the doctor. And the doctor said, well, your bloods are amazing. Your blood work is beautiful. You are so healthy, but the vaginal cancer lesion has grown and we still want to do surgery. And she said, no, I don't want surgery. I will go away and work out what it is I need to do. And she went to a therapist and was regressed and taken back into her childhood. And she realized she'd been sexually molested at the age of five, but she'd lost the memory. She'd buried it deep. But the therapist managed to to bring it to the forefront of her mind. Mm -hmm. So she did a lot of emotional work and forgiveness work to forgive what the person that had done it to her, to forgive herself for being a child and being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And to let it all go. And she said, as soon as she'd done that forgiveness work, she actually felt inside her that the lesion was shrinking. And by the time she went back to the doctor for a checkup, the doctor told her she no longer had any vaginal cancer at all. So the the doctor had diagnosed it. And then the doctor had re-diagnosed it as no cancer. And she was stage three vaginal cancer. Wow. That's an inspiring story. How do you know the stories in your book are true? 
Well, for the likes of that one, she'd had a diagnosis of cancer based oh. on tests and x-rays and scans. And then she'd been retested and rescanned. Yeah. And the, the lesions had gone. Mm-hmm. Um, the same with uh, Kevin Smith. He was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and his brain MRI showed multiple sclerosis lesions. Mm-hmm. And when he did his healing work and went back to the doctor, had a new MRI, the lesions had totally gone. Wow. So I've got I've got several people who have had tests that prove conclusively that they have a diagnosis. Yeah. They've gone away and done the healing work mm. and had new tests. And the new tests have said, you know, there's there's no evidence of disease, the cancer, the multiple sclerosis, the ALS, it's all gone. Whereas other people, the likes of fibromyalgia, depression, um, autoimmune conditions. Um, some of the autoimmune conditions have had blood work, which showed that their bloods are back to normal. But other people, it's just they've, their symptoms have gone. The depression has healed like my own. I'm no longer clinically depressed. The fibromyalgia, the pain, the aches, um, the bloating, things like that have all disappeared. So it's for, for those people, there's no, been no test specifically to say that they're healed, but they know in themselves that they've healed because they, they've, they've no longer got symptoms. How do you prepare yourself to become a holistic health coach? I wanted to do it myself. Mm-hmm. So, so there was a want there already, but I, I needed to know um, that I could be registered. So I went to a couple who were running accredited master co- coach courses so they were covered by a governing body so the want to do it was there in me and then I found a company who was accredited that I did my training with the training was was through it was through a company called it was two people it was Nikki and Tony V but they don't do the coaching anymore that the training that I did but there's lots of different coaching companies out there if, if for anybody wanting to be a coach and what did you learn in your training? I was trained in, in how to work with people to explore their beliefs, their lifestyles, and to mm-hmm. question back to them when they, when they um, gave answers to questions, to, to mm-hmm. ask them back so that their own wisdom mm-hmm. could come up with an answer. Because the answers yeah. aren't in me, the answers are in them themselves. Right. And it just takes the questioning and ways, different ways with words for them to explore their own beliefs um, and ideas um, and for them to find their own answers inside them. So as a coach, it's about working with, with mindset and emotions and lifestyle to get them to reflect back on their, their own beliefs and lifestyles and emotions to find the root of it all. Let's dive deep, deeper into emotions. And tell us some more about emotions and how emotions impacts health. Emotions are linked to all the uh, life experiences that we've had. Our subconscious stores it all as um, uh, an event with an emotion and puts it together and it stores it. So any unhealed trauma and emotions is still in our subconscious and the emotions will spill out into our life when something very similar happens that triggers that old emotion linked to the mm-hmm. issue and it will it will spill out in our lives and color 
our view of what is happening in front of us. Um, so we need to understand our emotional responses to things that happen. Um, and as the saying goes, our triggers are our best teachers. So we need to look at why have I had that emotional reaction to whatever it is that's happened? Why do I feel so strongly? Where has that emotion come from? What belief underlies that emotion? And where has that belief come from? So we're always backtracking. What is it? Where has it come from? What's its origins? Why is it there? How did it become? How did it come into being? Um, and then work with that. Does it still resonate with me now? Do I still feel that this works for me now? Or do I need to look at changing my belief, which will then change, have an impact on the emotions that I feel mm -hmm. with regards to whatever that belief is about. Does that make sense? Yes, it does make sense. Can you share a story to inspire us about a health problem you helped one of your clients overcome through coaching? Okay, so my, my last client that I've just finished working with um, came to me in a bit of an emotional uh, wreck, mm -hmm. to be quite frank. And she was very emotional, very teary, mm -hmm. crying all the time, worried about how her behavior and thoughts impacted other people. So we, I got her to talk, just anything she wanted to talk about. Um, and she expressed, um, obviously I can't go into details, but she expressed some things that had happened in her younger years. Um, and I got her to see how that was impacting her life now, mm -hmm. um, which she hadn't, she hadn't related it at all from her younger years. She just saw her life in the moment now. Sure. So once she started going back through her life and looking at things that had happened, the emotions she'd had around those and the beliefs she'd formed around those issues, she was able to unpick some of her over-emotional responses that she was having in the now moment related back to from when she was a child. Mm -hmm. And by dealing with that and understanding what had happened why it had happened she knew all the answers she just yeah. never never put thought there before because she thought it was all happening in the now moment right so once we've, we've gone back and explored that mm -hmm. um she left a very happy lady after uh, four or five sessions wow tell us about your heal yourself course so when i once i'd finished or almost finished writing my book when I put it to, to sleep on my computer, I thought I wonder how else I can help people before I'd had the idea to reach out to others. So I started looking at all the different facets of healing, the uh -huh. physical, uh, in the, the food, the sleep, the hydration, the exercise, mm -hmm. um, and then the emotional and the mental and the spiritual connection to others, connection to a divine mm -hmm. gratitude, mindfulness, meditation. So I thought, well, I can maybe put all of this into a course, mm -hmm. uh, which, which I did. I first wrote a 10-module course with everything separated out so that people could work through it at their own leisure. Mm -hmm. But just recently, I've had the idea to expand that course so that break the modules down further so that each module is one individual thing. Um, and although I've written it, it's now a 20-module course, yeah. I've, written, I've written my course, but I had the, the idea to reach out to other people who are coaches within specific areas of my course 
So several people have now written a module um, that will work alongside. I'll still keep the part that I've written, but I'll put theirs in as a guest uh-huh. writer. So people can can look at how coaches within that speciality, say true authentic self or mindfulness and gratitude, um, how that how they would see it outside of how I see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and people will be able to work through it. I haven't published my new course at the minute because it's about three quarters finished. But once it's finished, <laughs> I will put it on my links to it on my website and it will link out to a different platform. So the current course you have, the one that's already published, please share a story about someone who who was helped by participating in this course. So one of my friends bought my course Mm -hmm. and and she's still working through it, Um, but it's, it's opened her eyes to things that she never thought she needed to do as part of the healing process. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, just simple gratitude you know expressing gratitude for what we've got in life now helps us to look for more positive things and it helps reprogram our mind from from looking at more negative things Mm -hmm. because we need to write it's part of the course is to write down three things every day that you have gratitude for and it's always about the little things so even if it's a good cup of coffee or a chat with a friend or a walk outside in the sunshine, just little things to write down. And she didn't realize that, that gratitude will be part of a healing process because most people think of the physical when they think of healing. So eat more green vegetables and do a bit right. more exercise and hydrate better. But we need to look at the mental, emotional and spiritual aspects of healing as well mm-hmm. and dig into those because those are what pull it all together um, and help us to truly heal on all, all levels, not just on a physical level. Sure. Tell us about what natural means. You help your clients learn. So like I mentioned earlier, I talked to them about their beliefs the origins of those beliefs Mm -hmm. and do they still believe those beliefs work for them today? And I also get them to look at their lifestyle in the physical, what they do, what they eat, what they drink, how Mm -hmm. much exercise they, they undertake. So it's a beliefs and mindset is a big part of healing. Um, They need to understand, people need to understand where their beliefs have come from. Are they really theirs? Or have they been borrowed from other people when we were younger? And once we can dig into beliefs and understand where we've got the beliefs from, we can see how they impact our lives now because of of that mind-body link. Thank you so much for the tips you've already shared. Do you have any additional tips you can share that we can apply to heal ourselves? If you can find a way to understand how your body acts with stress because Mm -hmm. stress is our reaction to an event stress is purely what we think it is what we do what we feel so if you can get a hold of any time any stressful event and look at and unpick why you found it stressful what your thoughts were around it what happened in the event to make you feel stressed about it? Because it is all about our thoughts about an event. 
So if you can work with that and unpick your beliefs and and your life experiences that have brought you to those conclusions around that stressful event, you are doing yourself a massive favor. Because as I said, our triggers are our biggest teachers. So why were we triggered? Why did I find that stressful? What do I believe about that? Mm -hmm. If we can unpick that and learn to have a better reaction to things, um, we will keep our body out of fight and flight and in a more relaxed state of being. Your website says books, yet I found only one. Are you working on others? I was going to work on a follow-up to my book because I still had five people that didn't make my deadline for bringing their stories in. Um, but since I've written my book in English, I've had it translated to Spanish, Dutch, French, and Greek is being translated, and I'm looking at German. So my books are the various translations of my, my, my book. Very good. I'm picking something up with my sensory acuity. There's a listener right now who resonates with this message. How can they stay connected with you? If they go to my website, sarahdawkins.com, um, all my social media platforms are on there. Uh, my new name, Sarah Dawkins Essential Health, is on there. And there is a wait list button to wait for my new course to come out. If anybody wants to, to join my wait list mm -hmm. for when my course is ready, I will give them discount through an email as my course is about to be published. So all of my social media um, platforms and my email are on my, my website. Thank you also for letting us know how we can learn from you and that there are discounts available now for your new course. Please know we appreciate the tips you've generously shared to help us heal. Thank you so much for being a guest on Embers and Wind. Thank you for having me, Keith. It was lovely to be here with you. You're welcome. And thank you for listening to this week's episode. We look forward to seeing you again in two weeks. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Embers in Wind. If you enjoyed today, please come back next week. Please also share this episode with a friend. If you've not already subscribed to Embers and Wind, rated this podcast, and written a review, please do this now. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at embersandwind.net. Thank you again for joining us.